This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. I'm your host Terence Ford and Albert Kearney and Sam Hesketh are in tow. And this time we're building you up to the visit of Spurs to Sellers Park. Top of the table Spurs. Guys, nobody expected that, did they? Hesketh, 3-1-0 wins in a row for Tottenham. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out this headset that I've put on. Uh, <laughs> I feel like a 70-year-old Luddite. And Albert keeps telling me to do things with my hands. Uh, Tottenham are doing very well. That's nothing to do with your headset. (laughs) Um, Albert, welcome to the show. Hello. Um, Oh, you all right? Yeah, good. I'm drinking a Paulina Munchener Hell beer here. Um, You've gone straight. I don't know what's going on. You've gone straight into beer check. I think, yeah. Albert, that was the beer that a listener bought for you, actually, in Terence's oh, drinking. Oh, that my it. one? Is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. on your behalf. This is not true. Nish, That's nish. not true. I this um, pardon that they sell at M and S now, so it's not. Um, yeah, sort of so, weird, weird plug, I guess. Secret so what plug. You're, <laughs> so what you're saying is you already drank the beer that was for me. And you've in fact had to go out and buy your own for a change. There is there is one of those beers remaining that um, my friend Carsten sent from Germany. Uh, it's the Dunkel one, but I've still got that in the um, in the larder. <laughs> the, the, the Lewis Dunkel. <laughs> uh, mm, no. Uh, so the <laughs> nobody. No, by the way, nobody can force you to drink that one. And he's gone there early, everyone. Uh, about 90 seconds into the podcast, he's gone there very early. Um, what are we going to talk about? Uh, Hesky, if I know it's too late for you to have a beer, so I won't even go there. Yeah, I'm drinking water. I'm drinking, let's be, let's just push on. Let's push on. Um, Aki Realati, he's pushing on some dancers. <laughs> Thought, sorry, I'm sorry. I thought that was another craft beer. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just a Finnish footballer. What would his is... What would his blurb? If Aki Realite was a craft beer, what would his poncy little blurb be that you like, Terence? Um, 
It would be. It's it's got a rough finish. Finish good. Yeah, very um, good. Uh, the 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 ta- it, it, it hits your taste buds late. <laughs> good and watch out because the next morning it goes straight through you. It's <laughs> good. It's good. It's I good. I, I don't know what else I've got. We've been we've been waiting an hour to start recording this, <laughs> and this is what we've come out with. Just, I suppose just, there's got to be something in there about it being blonde. I don't know. There's there's plenty to work with there. Yeah, listen, you can go away and think about it and come back next week with it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but then the difference will be you'll then come back and say, well, I did the same, and, and here's the jingle that I recorded, and it will just be amazing. I mean, I've got time this week. I could do that, yeah. <laughs> you could, if, if you could draft in Billiam to do his jingle, jingle merchant Billiam. Yeah. I think that's a winner. Get 10 times longer cooling with Colgate Plaques mouthwash. Now, buy one, get one free. <laughs> he actually said we should be careful using that. Um, I don't know why. It's like free advertisement for Colgate, isn't it? Other toothpastes are available, apparently. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, Aki realised in Strictly, the Finnish equivalent of Strictly Come Dancing. Um, you've seen a video, Albert. What did, what did you think of his moves? Wow, I'm 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 really trying to get in a he's not finished he's only 28 reference to that <laughs> to that classic Anthony Niemi clip, <laughs> but we'll leave that one there. Listen, he was let's put it this way: he's more, and this isn't a diss, but he's more graceful on the dance floor than he was on the on the turf, shall we say? But that's that's not me saying I never liked Zachary a lot his movements on the pitch, but no, I think he's I was mildly impressed. Yeah, I think I, I tweeted him and said, not many people waltzed past Aki on the football field. And he tweeted back a picture of him just laying out Milan Barros. <laughs> in the, uh, although I think Barros had the last laugh in that game, didn't he? Didn't he die for a penalty? Wasn't that the same game where, um, who's the other Finn? Kolka. Eunice Kolka did the, the, the swan dive. That was great. The the impression of Milan Barros the, dive. The, imp- the, imp- the impression of the swan dive, yeah. Brilliant. I said 5-2. It was 3-2, wasn't it? Was that a it late was winner? It was 3-2. Yes, 3-2. Right. Yeah. The 5-2 the that season was at Old Trafford, was, was that it? Yes, it was. Yeah. 5-2 yeah. United, yeah. Or was that that game? Oh, that, that great days. Fun. Great days. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. that. If we just got started a little bit earlier that season, Simon Jordan could still own us. Who knows? Move on. <laughs> um, who else is who else is in Strictly Come Dancing? In Finland? Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I'm gonna guess Yari Litmanen. Yeah, Mikhail Forsell. <laughs> <laughs> um Shefki Kuji. Oh my god. Oh imagine. Banging. Just just it, jumping. Just... Just... <laughs> yeah. very, do you know what? He'd be very good at the dirty dancing lift. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel set, very sorry set. for the person that's got to lift him. Yeah, it's like some like poor five foot five Finnish woman who just yeah. gets flattened by Kuchi. <laughs> Taken out on a stretcher after week one. God, um, a few seasons back, I saw Kuchi. I think it was a, it might have been a Palace Newcastle game or something. And I saw him at the train station. I thought, God, he's a, you wouldn't mess with him if you saw him down a dark alley. He's a big grizzly bastard. 
didn't, he, didn't he go to Newcastle after us? Am I imagining? Yeah, it was definitely against a former like a team he played both for. Yeah, and lo- loads of Palace fans were <laughs> harassing him at the station, basically saying, "Who did you want to win?" And he was saying Palace to be fair to him. Well, and believe me, if, he? It, it, if he would have said Newcastle, no one would have questioned him. Yeah, 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 me, yeah, me too, actually. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I'll the lads. <laughs> um, was it? He used to be shite, but now he's all right. Yeah. Walking in a coochie wonderland because he scored about four goals in five <laughs> yeah. And was probably a top scorer <laughs> when he did it. <laughs> yes, for like the next two seasons, no striker scored more than him than he did in that run of games. So probably unfair. Um, but anyway, good luck to Aki Riolati. Um I think he survived the first week. I imagine he did anyway, because his dance looked pretty decent by um, strictly come dancing standards. Um, kept a very stiff upper body when he was rotating around the dance floor. Um, so yeah, good luck, good luck to the man. Maybe, who knows? Is we'll that try- your technique? <laughs> what it might have been my technique about 15 years ago it's not what i'm saying now we're recording on a tuesday this week and i do boxing on a tuesday so um i'm feeling very stiff sitting in this chair and it's nothing to do with looking at your two boats either so. <laughs> uh so yeah good luck to Aki. mate I'll, we'll, I'll, maybe in the next few weeks we'll try and get him on the show who knows he's um he's too busy rehearsing mate yeah but when he gets voted off Oh, I mean, that might bring that might bring the mood down. <laughs> or maybe when he wins it, you know, everyone will want to talk to him. But he'll he'll come and talk to us first because Exclusive. he remembers he remembers his roots. Mm. Blonde. <laughs> Where's the home shirt, Heskiff? Everyone's pre-ordered it. Everyone everyone got around to liking the diagonal stripes. Everyone got on board, and now you can't fucking get hold of the thing. Where is it? Isn't it still in quarantined in some warehouse somewhere in the uh, other side of the world? Maybe they just put it on a very slow is that, boat. Is that, is that the official line? <laughs> well, I'm paraphrasing. Well, I, I think uh, weeks back I put it um, the pitch on Twitter, the picture of uh, the boat that got stuck in the Suez Canal was was stuck diagonally from side to side yeah. across it. Maybe it's on that boat. It's just been turning very slowly. Um, so it'll be here in time for the 22-23 season, probably. I mean, you 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 still buy shirts and wear them, don't you? Mm, I do. As I, I mean, I'm yeah. wearing, wearing some merchandise now, in fact. Yeah, you're probably second to Ben Long um, in terms of wearing the club shop. Uh, ben Long's the manager of the Crystal Palace Renf team um, and also got another manager job for some sort of amateur football club this summer so good luck to him but um, yeah for, for now I buy them now and they just sort of stay in the packets I'm trying to I'm buying them in sort of kids size so sort of like late teen size so like a medium and then the plan is in the future just to give the kids here you go. Pick your retro shirt out of that lot. I was going to say, I hope it's not because you're hoping to then get into them. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I keep up the boxing, I could be in this. Mm, yeah, no. I mean, God, geez, if I if I do any more of those sessions, I'm going to have a six pack in a few weeks. And I'm not talking about the pool and the beer either. <laughs> <Ba-dum-tsh>. <laughs> Ba-dum-tsh. Um, yeah. So this isn't the end of my questions of where are things either. So that's where's the home shirt. Albert, 
Where, where's the tickets for Spurs? Uh, well, that's a good question. There's an email <laughs> about the about potentially yeah, sending some tickets. Yeah, there's an email that says you might we might we will send you a, a ticket, but when it's not on this email. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a bit like films now. They, they, there's trailers announcing that there's a trailer coming out in a couple of days. I th- I th- you know, it's just the ultimate tease. It's going to be. Um, I, th- I think it's going to end up being like those Russian dolls, where it gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and then eventually there's an e-ticket. Mm. It's problem, very... problem, those Rus- problem with those Russian dolls. They're full of themselves. Fudums. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just. I think it's just to really, you know, it's just to get the appetite, you know. So when you finally get your ticket, you're so like, yes, and then at you know, quarter to three on Saturday when we're on the wrong end of a three nil, it won't be so bad because you just be you're just glad to have been there. You're probably just <laughs> getting in to just the game yeah. Uh, yeah. after you've been queuing up in the wrong queue for half an hour. Yeah, there was kind of like. Mixed mixed messages about getting into the Brentford game, right? They said to everyone to get there early, and it took. I I, I can't remember queuing as long as I did to get into Brentford. I went there for, like, probably forty minutes earlier than I normally do, and I was. It took me a while to get in, thinking like playoff days back in the day was the, the only times I can remember waiting this long to get in. But do you think that's probably because they told everyone to get there early, Heskiff, that I just got caught up in some sort of mad rush early doors? Uh, well, I got there at about quarter past two. Mm. And it took me 25 minutes to get in, 30 minutes to get in. To be honest, like, I, I make a joke about it, but most of the people who walked past us were like, is this a line for entrance three or whatever? No one knew. Just just join a queue. You'll you'll mm. get in. And by the time we got to the front, there was a guy who was sort of like two or three people ahead of me, and his ticket wouldn't scan. And they just booted him out. <laughs> and that's that's really? my yeah. They were like, you have to go and speak to whoever at the top of the top of the homestead. And he was like, yeah, but am I going to be able to come straight back in? And they were like, no, go and talk to. Well, I don't know who it was. They were telling me to this talk is to Britain, him. mate. Back of the line. You're queuing. You'll bloody like it. Um, <clears throat> so thankfully, mine worked. But yeah, honestly, when, when well, I got it's two there, different things, right? You could, the initial ticket you're supposed to hold by the reader, and it's just supposed to work mm-hmm. through some kind of magic, know, Bluetooth magic. Yeah, and but then they just basically most people like 70 80 percent of the people in front of me were all having to open up the qr code and actually scan the qr code underneath mm-hmm. so um yeah you think we'd of... be ahead of this we, we were the first person to go first team to go with credit cards back in the day weren't we like we've had them for a long time you think we would have advanced by now maybe it was simon jordan was just the um the fo- the force behind that brilliant invention i do have to say i got into the sutton versus under 21's game with absolutely no problems whatsoever <laughs> but then was they that, had a they, was that a paper ticket they, they had a bloke with a scanner yeah like in tesco yeah. take me back to the days like dunnage hamnet when they give you a raffle ticket <laughs> <laughs> but um touch on sutton there how was it i hear I, I hear i hear um yaroslav yak continues to cover himself in glory um yeah it was shit I was, <laughs> I, 
I, I really wanted the kids to be good, but it's just a case of like their silky ball playing sort of 17, 18 year olds and they're playing against like late 20s, bulky, semi-pro. Well, I guess they're pro now, aren't they? Basically, they just got pushed off the ball very, very easily. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't great. Uh, it was good to be in a terrace and it was a new ground. So then my and I got a lift home from my neighbour Ken, who doesn't listen to this podcast, but thanks, Ken. They're my positives. <laughs> well, I, I think that that's the whole idea of it though, right? Is that these kids get some real experience playing against some real pros as opposed to being stuck in under twenty three games playing against each other. Um which benefits us obviously in the long run. So I don't know. I still feel I still still not sure how I feel about all this, to be honest. But there you go. But yeah, it's, it's, it's getting brushed off to the side doesn't surprise me. They they're all very small lads. Like when people talk about wanting to get these in the first teams, when you actually see Omalabu up close, for example, he's mm-hmm. fucking tiny. Tiny, like yeah. He's, he's got some way to go before he can play against men. Men, so who knows? Albert. Yep, I like it. You said. Uh... Playing against men, men, and then you've thrown over to me. <laughs> well, the 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 menliest of men. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I just um, pre-recording, I witnessed you just summon your wife via magic, and she bought you beer like a genie. <laughs> you say summon. I was waving frantically through the door whilst she was. Um, you was furiously was rubbing your that. lamp until she appeared. Wow. Um, yeah. And, you know, this, it's, it's just love, isn't it? You know, but can you get me a beer, please? Because I'm on with the lads doing the podcast. Lads, and, lads, lads. Yeah. And, I think um, Heskiff's, Heskiff got from his missus, why haven't you fucking started yet? <laughs> I said, can I borrow your Britney Spears headphones? And she said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to find a Britney Spears song. Um, uh, the relationship that... is not. The relationship is not toxic. Ah, oh, see, that's where I was going. Um, do, do... Come on, Albert. I know you've got Britney's backlog in your head. Back catalogue, not backlog. Uh, Albert, uh, would you say that your lovely wife was a slave for you? Uh, if I did, I'd get a slap round the chops. Is that a so... Britney Spears song? <laughs> Slap round the chops. No. B-side, no. B-side. She'd, no. she'd, if you did that, she'd hit you baby one more time. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Does she have so, any other songs? Sometimes. Um, I think she had a song called Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, maybe. No, it's a completely different vibe. No, it's Oasis. <laughs> um, what was... Didn't her dad hold her hostage for about 15 years? Still, still is, still, still. is. I thought yeah. didn't that get didn't he relinquish no. control of her recently? No, no, that's not what he said to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not losing it in a laughing fit again this week. It's just not going to happen. So, Albert, where are the yeah. Liverpool tickets? Uh, in Liverpool. <laughs> Probably, which is fine because that's where the game is. But if you want to make plans to go to Liverpool, then I guess you kind of need to know if one of those tickets is yours. 
Um, Do you reckon it'll be yeah. an MOT place like it was in Watford? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do MOTs in Liverpool. Um, I don't know. I reckon. <laughs> I think. I think it's all Klopp's fault. Where was going on? It's all Klopp's fault. Now he's, you know, he was. Rumor is, rumor is. Now he hasn't got the glasses. He was in charge of the tickets, but because he hasn't got, the, doesn't wear the glasses anymore, he's mislaid them. Now he can't find them, um, and nobody else can help find him because every time he opens his mouth and he's had his teeth done, it's just too glaring, and nobody can can see to help him find them. Wait, as as Klopp had laser eye surgery? Have you not seen Klopp recently? No. He's lost the glasses. His head slash face, a bit like me when I had potential COVID, ironically, after getting back from Liverpool. Uh, he's definitely, had, I think he's had Botox because his face is very taut. He's kind of trimmed back the beard. Lost the glasses. What he's, the fuck? Yeah, he's 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 gone a bit. I, I don't know what the, I, I don't know. It's gone a bit Hollywood. Is the word I would use. What is happened? What? Yeah, state of him. I wouldn't recognise him if I walked past him on the street. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, there you go. Weird. He's gone all big and shiny. It's very weird. But anyway, where the tickets are, I don't know. Speak to him. <laughs> oh, my God. These, uh, these pictures of him at Norwich are just scary. Uh, what is going on? Oh, mate, he's lost it. Well, at least no one will fucking tell me I look like him anymore. That's, that's one good thing to come out of that. Right. So there's no tickets. There's no home shirt. There's there's no nothing, basically. Let's get over it. Heskiff, Jack mm. Wells Morrison... Jez Saki, Mark Gay, talk to me. Been doing some bits for England. Been doing massive bits. Um, Wells Morrison played for the hmm, under-18s, under-19s. I should probably have looked that up because I knew you were going to ask. Um, <laughs> but it does come after he said that the team he wants to score against in the Premier League is Brighton, so he can give it to their fans. So 10 marks for him. Well, he's already um, done that scoring against them in the youth team, didn't he? And he was kissing yeah, the badge kissing and badge. everything. Uh, I mean, just giving the captain's armband and 90 minutes every week now. Absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, Jez came on for the under-20s with like 20 minutes to go and scored. And Mark Gay is the England under-21 captain. Um, so, sorry, Heskiff, I need to correct you there. It's, it's Gerhi. Ger- oh. <laughs> and Robinson hasn't got back to me from points of view. <laughs> it's because she doesn't do it anymore so she's getting another list that's it I'm going to complain about my complaints not being seen to <laughs> it's going to be an email about an email like Palace like the club like say like the ticket office yeah yeah. just to warn you Anne Robinson this email isn't a complaint but you will be getting you will an email. be getting a complaint you will be getting an email complaint an unidentified time uh, yeah. look out for it yeah Put is Anne Robinson presenting Countdown these days? Mm, apparently. I don't know. Yeah. Because I, 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 I saw a video with... Um, uh, Mo Gilligan. And, yes, Mo Gilligan. I saw that And as well. she was on it, so I was like, is she the presenter now? Well, it looks like she is, yeah. There you go. Well, wherever she tries to hide from me, she's getting a list of complaints. So that's the end of that. <laughs> 
Uh, weird. Very weird. And they've still got that freaking far right nonce doing the numbers. What's her name? Rachel Riley. <laughs> That's her name, isn't mm. it? <clears throat> yes. Very questionable. But she looks pretty, so I guess it's all right. Is that is that basically the gist of that? Anyway, move on, move on. We'll move on. We've had a transfer window since um, we last spoke. Uh, Albert, where, where are the where are the signings? No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> trans, we've been asked. I think it was by Paul Holden um, to evaluate our transfer window. Albert, out of ten, what what are you giving it? Uh, out of t- oh, out of ten, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an eight. Can I do halves? Yes. I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. Okay. What would you have done better? I mean, I think that's gonna be low. I think that's gonna be quite low scoring. You think? You think? I. I. And listen, nothing. No, nothing in life. Ten out of ten, is it? Let's be honest. I hate to bring the mood down. Oh, least of w- all, my, I mean, my wife is. Brownie points, brownie points. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Minus two, minus two. <laughs> what, you agree that Terence's wife is 10 out of 10? I mean, we both agree that your wife's 10 out of 10, mate. Mainly oh. because she brings you beer. Absolutely. <laughs> she bought me two beers. That's five points per beer. Um, <laughs> she's going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> uh, what were we saying? Yeah, eight and a half because nothing's, nothing's 10 out of 10, but... I think being greedy, and I appreciate it's being greedy. If we could have got another, another wide player with a, with some experience, because I do think letting Andros go, not I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to be a decision that we come to regret. But I do think Townsend as a squad player was was a decent option. Um, so if we could have replaced him with another wide player, I'd have, I'd give it a very firm ten out of ten. Yeah, I think it's just, I think Freeman said we wanted to keep Townsend, but someone of his age for 80 grand a week is just, I think we're past those days where those sort of players are going to get that sort of contract. So what about you, Heskiff? 8.5 or are you going a bit higher? I'm going higher. I'm going nine. We bought in a French player. Fucking hell. Have you sure you not had a beer? <laughs> We've bought in a French player. We've bought in a French <laughs> player. Uh, no, I think... And manager? Yeah, and manager, sure. Okay. Um, Yeah, accurate. We have bought in a French manager. Great. Nine and a half. (laughs) Which is... Um, No, I I think we we have filled a lot of the spaces that we need to fill with good players, younger players. Um, And I think going by the second half against West Ham... If we carry on like that and you add in players like Edouard and Elise and Will Hughes, uh, I think I think everything is sort of coming together quite well at the moment. Yeah, for me, I I'm probably, yeah, nine, nine and a half. I think a lot of people talked about adding a wide player, but for me, I'd, I would have liked to left back, to be honest. Um, if Tyreek Mitchell gets injured, it's Joel Ward playing at left back, right? So... You know that's that's basically where we are at with fullbacks at the moment. Unless you're bringing Hannam in from the under twenty three, which is, you know, he's someone who was released by West Ham eighteen months ago. So you know, who who knows? I've, I've watched him play a couple of times. I think he's decent, but he's still got a long way to go before he's playing Premier League football. 
But I mean, it's, to be fair to him, you could have probably said maybe the same thing about Aaron Wan-Bissaka if you saw him, you know, six months before he played for the first team. So who knows? But yeah, I would have liked something extra at left back. I think with Elise to come back, Eze to come back, and it's going to. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We're definitely we're definitely got sort of cover in there within six weeks' time. I think we'll be all right. But um, I know we tried to look at the guy from Sassuolo, um, the former Chelsea player Bo- Bogar. Is that right? Bogart, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, but not not Winston Bogard, the one who <laughs> <laughs> took all the money and <laughs> thirty five grand a week just on the bench. Then you just fly in once a week to just sort of sit on the bench and never went to training or anything unreal that's uh, true mm. but yeah so i think i think we've got yeah in six weeks time i think we've got a lot, a lot of cover up front and in the advanced areas i would have liked to fall back but very happy with the window um edward gives us something different up top um very very skillful player knows gets in the box and scores goals there's obviously a lot of very bitter celtic fans about who's saying he's basically past it <laughs> i think um you speak to more rational people they say just kind of down tools which isn't the greatest thing in the world because i guess he was trying to force through a move for the last year or something like that but um i have a glasgow rangers supported neighbor and um he said that now he's left celtic he can actually talk about him honestly <laughs> as opposed to when he was at celtic when he would have swore to his blue in the face that he was fucking terrible but um now he's now he's at Palace and he takes his kids to Palace. So because um, obviously he's my neighbour and we live across the road from the stadium, he's um, he thinks he'll be a good signing for us. So different options up front. Um, but Albert would. Everyone seems to think under this formation it's still one up front. So is it? Does he come straight in over Benzeke or is that harsh on Benzeke? Benzeke considering how he's been in the last few months. Yeah, it's. It's sort of Sophie's choice, really, because I think the problem is it's, 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 it's harsh. Yeah. Well. It's, it's, it's harsh. It's harsh on Benteke because I think he does he does a, a lot really really well, and I think the the problem with that is that what Benteke does well only looks only looks impressive if someone else is taking the chances and scoring the goals. Uh, you know, look. You know, look at his assist for Gallagher. You know, he, you know, he's in the box, and it, a, a chance falls to Gallagher, and Gallagher converts it. And you know, and that's a, you know, that's great. It's two thumbs up. But the problem is, you need you need that to happen a lot for people to get off Christian Benteke's back, and you know, stop throwing the obvious, 
what you want to call it, obvious remarks. He doesn't score enough. He doesn't do enough. Blah, 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 which you know, I, I I disagree with. Certainly in his in his current form, I think he's he's an important part of that team. But you know, the flip side of that is a striker. You know, should be should be contributing goals as well. Um, so I guess if if Ed, if Edward is able to come in, do some of what Benteke does, whilst maybe adding actual goals himself to the to the roster, then that's like the that's the dream scenario. But you know, it's it's all dependent on who's around him and what the shape is and what the tactics are. So I think in the in the in the short term, it's harsh just to drop out Benteke and put in a a new player. But you know that that's potentially unfair on Edward as well because you know he's he's not played in the Premier League before, so to be like right, you're in. Um, you know the spotlight will be on him straight away, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if Benteke certainly starts games, and if we need to go two up top, we might see both of them on the pitch at one point, uh, which would be quite nice. Yeah, do you, Hesky, do you see a way that maybe he looks at getting both of them on the pitch at the same time from the start, that a, a slight shift in formation? Yeah, I mean it's possible. I don't think it will happen immediately because I think what we've seen against. Brentford a little bit and certainly in the second half against West Ham has looked has looked good. Um but he has shown that he Vieira I'm, I'm talking about here, he's shown that he's happy to change things up if it's not working. And I would imagine that at some point during the season, you know, it's worth deviating from a starting formation as well. Um and I think on paper, if you look at a strike force of Benteke and Edouard, and you have say Wilf and Whoever, Eze, Elise, wide. That's a pretty strong. It's a pretty strong attacking lineup. So, like Albert said, I think it gives it gives him options, um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see two of them up front at some point during the season. Um, I just think to start with, we'll we'll keep on as we have been the last few games and sort of introduce Edward in a bit more gradually. I reckon. Okay, before we start getting into Spurs, then because I feel like we're naturally drifting that way. Let's. Touch on the Edward song from Celtic. Um, Albert, do we borrow with pride the Celtic song for Edward and sing it, or do we go original and get our own version? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock that ball back over the fence and say, have you got any original compositions that you'd like to offer up as alternatives? No, I mean, you can say no. It's fine. You can say no. I, I, I mean, you're I, clearly not rehearsed. So. I just don't know why we'd not sing the Celtic song that they have for him because it's fucking brilliant. It's yeah, like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in agreement. It's one of the best football chants I think I've ever heard. To be honest, it's and considering the club have like absolutely like stuck their hooks into that, and it was all part of the uh, the unveiling, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it incidentally, been taken down now as a video. <laughs> Oh, is it? So, so it? I think that the, the Stone Roses lawyers might have been on the phone saying, uh, Ian me. Brown kicked off. <laughs> another Twitter another Twitter rant from Ian Brown. Nice, but it's Ben Teke who you see kicks off, mate. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's brilliant, very original. Um, turns out Celtic do, uh, <laughs> ended up in a Celtic rabbit hole of song chants, and it turns out they are quite original across the board with what they do really um some interesting stuff going on there what have they got for joe hart (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know um he he used to be good now he's not a good heart these days is hard to find especially when 
the only one there is the goalie. What have they got for um, James McCarthy? Um, God, you put, you're putting everyone on the spot here, Albert. He used to be shite. He's still fucking shite. Mm. Something like that. Um, I'm trying to think about... I don't know, why is Jake the Peg in my head with the oh, extra God. leg? But with fewer legs, because one of his legs is always fucking broken. <laughs> there's, some, there's something there. There's something there. I think we need a few more beers to like crash these out. Yeah, we can, we can workshop this. We can workshop this. Yeah. Why are we making up Celtic songs anyway? Don't we need to be making up Palace songs? And wait, I've, I've got it. I've got one. Armelabu. It's basically wins every time, doesn't it? Great. No originality. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're sticking with it then. We're taking this Edward song from Celtic and we're going to sing it. Right, fine. Good job. I'm that. looking forward to singing it on Saturday. Let's put it that way. I'm not going to the game, but I'm just going to hum it around the house. It's, it's going to be, um, you know, it's not as bad as the time when I tried to push the Stefan Everson song that I made up, um, which was... He's got a massive wang. He's going to score again, <laughs> which is based off of inside information that Stefan Everson has a massive penis. Which a rumor that was started by just checking my notes here, Stefan Everson. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I used to work with a guy who um, his job before he started working with me was player liaison at Spurs, and um... <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> why did he get fired? <laughs> He didn't get fired. He um, he just the salary was crap, so he ended up having to get like just leave and get a real job, <laughs> as opposed to just going out with footballers on their night out. But he said, yeah, one Spurs Christmas party, um, <laughs> Stefan Everson. This may or may not be true, <laughs> but this is can what we just he get said the, to can, me. We, can we just get the back of the net lawyers? Yeah. <laughs> other, um, other other penises are available. Yeah, Stephen Iverson. <laughs> was walking around at the Spurs Christmas party with um with just his old boy out. Oh. Um and it not just not flopping around either, like fully out. Like marching in like Spurs. <laughs> and you know, apparently it was um everyone was just amazed at how big it was. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say that that song didn't get off the ground. Well, he also didn't score again, did he? <laughs> he only scored once, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, there you go. Preston, massive goal as well. Massive goal. It was. It was, it was yeah, a one 0 yeah. Preston at home. Huge goal. That was a massive six point at that one. Huge goal. Huge goal. <laughs> Huge goal. Yes. Massive six. Matter. Massive head. Uh, anyway, <laughs> right in at the back post. <laughs> yes. Right in- Great in the box. Very effective. <laughs> um, I'm leaving it. Let's let's leave it. Let's stop. Spurs. We're playing Spurs. Who Stefan Everson played for? the best segue so far. Stefan Everson's caught to yeah. play Spurs at the Spurs. weekend. <laughs> yeah, I had to penetrate deep into my plethora of segues there. They've got a co- they've got a cock on their crest, so. <laughs> But only one ball. What's bigger? What's bigger, the cock 
on top of the new Spurs stadium or carry on, te- carry on, Terence. <laughs> oh, just it's going to be watching over Anthony Joshua boxing there next week, just from the top of the stadium. Very, very off-putting. <laughs> so, gonna get Spurs, out. Three, a 3 one nil fit. <laughs> I was set about you finish them off, Albert. Um, <laughs> three one nil victories in a row for Spurs at the beginning of the season. No one was really expecting if Heskiff, were they? There was a lots of talk about Spurs. <clears throat> Kane leaving didn't really bring much in. Um, Nuno fans weren't overly happily happy with getting him, but here they are, top of the league after three games. Yeah, I mean that combined of Arsenal absolutely imploding and being bottom of the league, it's probably the best start to a season Spurs fans can could have hoped for. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, obviously, three wins in a row with that conceding the goal is pretty impressive stuff. And when you think that they've had all that Harry Kane sort of drama going on behind the scenes, it's it's pretty impressive, to be fair. Um, but t- Tottenham fans aren't the most patient bunch, are they? So I'm sure at some point in the next month, they'll get on their high horse again. <laughs> or unless they just keep on winning. I mean, um, they've got a pretty decent chance, I guess, on Saturday morning. Although, to be fair, um, Albert, we've done we've done all right at Sellers against them in recent times, haven't we? We had the 1-1 in the game when fans were first allowed back after lockdown. Um, although, Vicente Guaita turned into Lev Yashin in that one and <laughs> kept them all at bay. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think a couple of one-all draws and then I think the one before that might have been the Datuna win FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so decent record at Sellhurst. Um, do you think that can continue this weekend? Well, I'll just keep thinking that it's good news that Son's not playing. I know he got injured on international duty and... He loves a game against Palace. But then again, Deli Alley's back in the team and he doesn't mind a game at Palace, particularly uh, at Sellhurst. Uh, and we haven't got Johan Kabai to fucking steam through him. Um, uh, and Harry, Harry Kane, to be fair, doesn't like a goal against Palace. Yeah, but you know, he's, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Listen, it's it's that top of it. tough. It's going to be a tough game. They're a good side. Uh, I got Harry Kane, so anything, anything's possible. Do you think if we shout scab at him enough during the week outside the training ground, he'll go back on strike and then won't play against us? Wasn't it a training Spurs training ground where some England fan went and let all fireworks off because Italy was staying, the Italian team was staying there during the Euros? Let's just do that then. And they spell well, the word. It, it, it resulted in a loss though, didn't it? So probably... Oh. Doing yeah. things outside the Spurs training ground don't work so well. Um, Heskiff, though, it's, it's Spurs <clears throat> looking at it from the outside. I mean, I've I've not seeking Spurs games out, to be honest, to watch them because they bore the hell out of me. <laughs> Says someone who watches Palace them for the last four years. But, <laughs> um, but 1-0 wins. Not loads of chances. Looks like they're trying to be solid at the back, although how they're managing that with Eric Dyer in there, I don't know. But um, it's all changed at the back for them this week. Yeah, so um, I don't know if if everyone saw I assume most people did. It all went a bit crazy in the Brazil-Argentina game when like five minutes into the game, a bunch of random like health officials ran on the pitch to stop the game. 
because some players who come from England had lied on their questionnaire coming into the country <laughs> to say that they quarantined. Because four Premier League footballers who are broadcast to the world every weekend. <laughs> Have you been to the UK? <laughs> nah. No. No. It's no, like... Not me. Not me, Gov. <laughs> It's like when you fly, to, I don't know if they still do, but when you used to have to fill out a form to fly to America and one of the questions was, are you a Nazi? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, you've caught me out. Yeah, oh, sorry, no. don't, don't look in my bag. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so it then turns out, I read that um, Lo Celso, this new centre-half they bought from Atalanta, and Davis and Sanchez, the Colombian, all went to South America to play in these games, even though Tottenham said you're not allowed to go to South America and play these games. So all three now can't play against Palace. Um, now, I don't know who their starting centre-halves are usually, but they've spent so like... So it looks like it's been it's been Sanchez and Dyer for the start of the season, but I'm assuming this Romero was supposed to be drafted in at some point. Yeah, so at, at, well, at the very least, then there's one of their starting centre halves that's not going to be playing, um, and then you would say the guy who would come in then to, to to play instead is also not playing. So, I guess Eric Dyer and and that Roden guy is probably their starting centre halves. Which you know, I, d- I don't think they're awful, but any time you you start well defensively in the way they have, I guess you don't want to change. You don't want to change too much. So. Hopefully we can we can make the most of whatever new player comes in and um, and sort of get on, get, get a goal that way. But it will be tough regardless because we know that Nuno's a sort of defence minded coach. Mm. How, how do you think Albert, the Argentinian contingent of Spurs, might feel about that being told you can't go and play against Brazil, which is you know Argentina, Brazil is Argentina, Brazil. Well. There's there's one thing you you're being told you can't play against them. There's another thing being told you can't play against them whilst you're playing against them. Uh, (laughs) I can imagine they were quite shocked. I mean, what a what an absolute debacle! It was great to watch. Um, Yeah, it was just one of the maddest things I've ever seen on a football pitch. But um, what do they call the soap operas in South America? Telenovelas. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why didn't you, you could have done this in like the three hours prior to the match. You know, why Why have you waited to five minutes into the first half and go, oh, we're coming on here. We're, we're going to make the situation even worse by piling loads of people who are not involved in any bubbles onto this field. <laughs> um, seems crazy, really. But I think they were just doing that thing where they was like, you go and tell them. No, you go and tell them. No, I'm not telling them. You tell them. You tell them. And, and, it's just and they all sort of long. like nudge each other forward until they're all on the pitch. Yeah. Where's well, one yeah. of them? The Argentinian keepers, the Villa keeper, right? Have you seen the size of him? <laughs> Big guys to tell him he's come off, mate. Can't play. What's his name? <laughs> Emilio Martin- Martinez. 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 Yeah. Martinez. Martinez. Yeah. And um, I love that. I love the image of Neymar and Messi just standing next to each other, like both, <laughs> like hands over their mouth. Um, God knows what they're saying, but. Yeah, crazy, crazy, really, that it, it got to that stage. But also crazy that four players who play in the Premier League would lie about it and <laughs> just think that they wouldn't be caught out. Just seems ludicrous, really. But there you go. Um, do we have a chance, Heskiff, on the weekend? I, I feel like with this disruption at the back, 
they're not they're not in full flow they're not trying to you know Nuno's never been one to really try and like attack 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 um but can with Vieira's style of play do you think it would Spurs might just sit there and let us try and expand on them and leave some spaces in behind yeah I think they probably will and and when you've got someone like Kane up front it you know, really only needs a chance or two, doesn't he, to, to make it count. So um, do I think we can get something out of the game? Uh, I, I mean, I think we can get a draw. I think beating them is going to be is going to be very tough. But then a draw against Tottenham, I think, is a good result anyway. So it'll be interesting to see how we start. I think if we can start well, start on the front foot, you know, carry on from the last sort of half hour or 35 minutes or so against West Ham... It'd be really interesting to see how we do against against a sort of inverted commas big big club, um, but I I don't think we can really afford to start slowly again because you don't really want Tottenham to sort of like build up in the game and and get on top of you, which they're quite capable of doing. Yeah, Albert, the dice of destiny. They predicted the two two draw against West Ham very successfully. I mean. Do you have a zero on that dice? Are we, are we or die? Should I be saying die here? Shouldn't I? For yeah. people being in the comments telling me I'm doing it wrong. So uh, sure. should we should we say six is a zero? Uh, depends <laughs> depends who it's for. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if a six comes up for Spurs, it's staying as a six. <laughs> if it comes up for us, yeah, look, let's call it a zero. Um, are you asking me to predict the result? I am. Not, well, not okay. you. The 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 die of destiny. The die of destiny. Here we go. Oh no! Is it six? <laughs> no, it's not that. Four. <gasps> Four one Palace. Four one Palace. <sighs> Send imagine. me the odds. I'll take imagine it. Imagine it happens. It'll be like um, that fucking octopus um, that predicted all the World Cup. Paul. Paul. Paul the octopus. It's a good leave it. I can't remember if we were talking about Dr. Octopus off the air or on the air. It was, I'd tell you now, it was off the air. <laughs> it definitely was off the air. <laughs> um, Heskiff, what's the score going to be? 2-1 uh, oh, Tottenham. Well, I'm going to stick to the 1-1. It's been 1-1 the last two times we've played them. So I'll, I'll I'll go for a one-one, and um, I think that'll be if we can get any result against them. I think a point would be fantastic. Um, fans would be happy, uh, unless of course it's a last-minute sloppy goal we concede or something like that to make it one-one. But no, it's definitely I think a draw against Spurs is a good point at any point, really. To be honest, especially when um, you look at our recent record against them, which isn't hasn't been incredible. Uh, yeah. So I think that's it. I don't. I'm, I'm, these seem to be getting longer and longer. How do we make these so long? Is, we need to trim our chat and shit, guys. Ask Stefan Everson. Hey, uh, Heskiff hey. wanted to say something, didn't he? What's that? Yes. No. So this this is before we close. Sam Heskiff. There has been a collaboration between the old Crystal Palace fanzine, One More Point, and Five Year Plan fanzine, um, which. Some would consider to be a rival podcast to this podcast. Um, for me, I'm happy for everyone to just go and do their own thing, and you know, I don't see him as a rival. But 
some might and you so you've basically after editing fyp in the past you're now mm. back there moonlighting well i'm bridging i'm bridging the gap let's all love each other let's all not albert not albert don't don't need to love albert um no i am um, uh, I got a, a message from Chris, who's the editor uh, of One More Point, whose book we bigged up on the pod a little while ago, um, which everyone should get because it's great. Uh, and he's sort of bringing back One More Point um, for the maybe as a one-off. I'm not sure. I probably should have asked. Um, but well, it's coming you've out. Written, you've, you've written for it, so it probably is uh, just yeah, a one-off. Yeah, th- this, is, this is the very end. I'm going to take it down with me. Um, the, the, new, <laughs> the new issue is out. Uh, for the Tottenham game, uh, it's two quid, and it's being sold uh, at all points of the ground. I'm told uh, Chris himself will be at the top of the Homesdale. So uh, I've got something in there about uh, how we went about getting a manager in the summer, and it might not be completely factual. Uh, <laughs> I'm also I'm also skint, so you can't sue me because I've got nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that comes out on Saturday. So uh, if you've got a spare couple of quid, um, pick it up, read my thing, tell me I'm a cunt. Read it, read it, buy it, and read it whilst you're queuing to get into the ground. Exactly. Mm. You'll you'll finish it by the time you've you've got to the entrance. Probably enough time to hand it back and say, "I want my two pound back." <laughs> this is rubbish. Who's that Hesketh guy? Well, Terence, you... you've you got anything in there? <laughs> Because you wrote, you wrote, you wrote a blog for bloody ages, didn't you? You'd think you'd. Well, I mean, be good for that. I would self-proclaim myself the best Palace writer of the last twenty years, to be honest, and to be overlooked in such shocking fashion um, by this Chris bloke who I basically believe is a whole season to get older these days, isn't he? Doesn't he? Doesn't he live up in Hull, city of culture, and all that? <laughs> so thanks, thanks, Chris. Thanks for 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 asking me to. Um, provide an article i'm not bitter about it that heskiff's just sitting there all smug with his fucking britney spears mic on we've done beer check now we're doing bitter check (laughs) (laughs) no looking forward to reading it mate and looking forward to reading the rest of the thing that comes together just just know that you're never coming back on this pod ever again good it's been a good run um albert fuck you yeah, fuck you very much um we are playing another game next week i believe (laughs) <laughs> the look on everyone's face yes um, yes we do we we play liverpool remember where are the liverpool tickets so we will be back next week normal time in your inboxes um more just more general shit like this to be honest let's let's be honest <clears throat> good stuff thank you very much lads thanks for listening we'll be back next week until then up the palace It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.